You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just, I, I feel I need to be a little bit delicate around yes, you. That's probably right now. the best. I Let's... noticed that I can do nothing right. And well, everything. I mean, it's like it's it's like a normal day, right? I mean, it's like it's it's typical. Sure, yes, I'm always wrong. I sure am. I sure am. Uh, sure, do some stupid things. Sometimes. You sure do. I am so glad that we that yeah. we both see it this way. Okay, that's good. It so really makes me feel we're going a in a better. good direction now. We're going in a great direction as long okay. as you are admitting your faults. That's that's that good. is that is the best thing that you, you could look be doing. wonderful today. Thank you. I wish you had a red armband on. Hello, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so, and of course, we greatly appreciate it. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe to the live stream, which means you get to listen live to the show. You get to join in the chat. You get access to the archives. You get access to all kinds of exclusive material in there and all of the other live shows that air exclusively right here on this network. Mm -hmm. So it is fantastic. It helps us out tremendously. And hello to the new subscribers. Yes, hello to you. Subscribers, which thank you for joining in. We love you all so very much. Yes, indeed. Even if Sarah doesn't love me very much. So, Greg, what I'm saying is that you're not wrong all the time. It's just like once a month, you're a lot more wrong than you usually are. (laughs) Right. And that just happens to be today. Yeah. you. I am not feeling 100% today. This is this is true. So we do this show five days a week and, you know, we do it regardless of how we're feeling generally, you know, unless we're, we're devastatingly ill. We unless come Greg and do is the at show. death's door like he was a few months ago, like passed out in the green room, like uh, not able to eat anything. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was that, pretty bad. That made it kind of bad. But mm-hmm. Sarah Sarah's in here today not feeling 100%. I'm not feeling 100%, although I don't feel like I'm alone. Like I might be alone and why I'm not feeling 100%. It yes. is my special lady time, and I'm not going to go into that. It's just it's it, every once in a while it's really bad, and today it's just I'm in so much pain, and so I couldn't really sleep at all last night. But I don't think I was alone. A lot of people I was looking on the internets, and many many people seem to not be able to sleep soundly last night. Okay, could be the changing of the seasons. Right. Yes, everything you, I say is correct. You're isn't kind it? of scaring me a lot mm-hmm. right now. Everything you, I say you is are right. terrifying me. The look in Sarah's eyes is more stabby than anything I have seen in quite a long time. Just don't fuck with me, Greg, and everything will be a okay. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. I'm going to try not to. I accidentally <laughs> spilled some coffee today, and let he me just did. say it was detrimental to it everything not, that we do. I didn't even do. say anything. I just had to give you a look. Yeah, that was that was about. Uh, that was about. It was just happened. a look. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming up for you today on the show, though. So joining us in just a little while will be comedian Chris Fairbanks. Yes, who we've had on before. Great guy. Yep, He's going to come hang out with us. And he is going to be at Helium Comedy Club all this weekend. So he's going to be stopping by for a little while, which is going to be awesome. So that'll be coming up uh, a little bit later in the show. Is it really hot in here? It's hot it's, in here. It's, it's not really hot it's in here. warm. It's not really hot, but I'm just going to so go. warm. Yes, you're right, Sarah. It sure is hot. Thank you, Greg. Here. You're so right about weather temperature in this room. I don't think you could be more right. Oh my gosh. Ever. I really like this. Yeah. I like So what you're saying is in order to have you agree with me on things, I just have to instill fear. Well, that helps a little bit. I mean, we are in a studio here, and there is no easy exit. As we've described it, it's basically a kill room. It is essentially a kill room. It is. It has uh, The walls are draped. Yes. The table can be wiped off very easily. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plastic can be laid down. It is basically a Dexter Kill room in here. So, uh, yes, Sarah, you are doing wonderful today, and your hair looks neat. And I haven't showered. Amazing. It doesn't look neat. Oh, it's okay. You don't need to shower to be a hundred percent. On Thank you. Things. Is that working? I don't even that's know what looking, to do. No, that's working fantastic. Okay, that's good. I don't feel like you're being condescending at all. No. 
No, I am not being condescending, Sarah, in any way, shape, or form. Moving on. Before we go too far into the show, we do have to say and pay homage to one of our wonderful sponsors. I like that. Pay homage. Pay homage to one of our wonderful sponsors, one of the uh, groups that supports our show and is an awesome place to go to, and that is The Lost and Found. Lost and Found, which is at 5426 North Gay Avenue, which is right off of Killingsworth. It is an amazing bar. It's so easy to get to anywhere you go. Just hop on I-5, get off on the Killingsworth exit, and boop, just go right there at 5426 North Gay. They have a great patio. They even have a drink named after us, Greg. They do indeed. So this, like we said, it's located right there, and go in there. They have a fantastic patio. The decor is awesome. It's a nice laid back place to go hang out. And they do have the Fun Employment, which you can order, which is an old fashioned, but with local cherry bomb whiskey from east side to ceiling and muddled oranges all served in a mason jar. It is awesome. Oh God, it's It's so so refreshing. It's so good. I think maybe that might turn my frown upside down. Yeah, a little old uh, uh, yeah, a fun uh, employment. A fun employment. I think I might need to do that because coffee's just not. When the coffee doesn't work, I think it's time to switch to whiskey. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Thanks. Gosh, I really like this. Well, uh, okay. So again, uh, Lost and Founds at fifty four twenty six North Gay Avenue. Speaking of gay, <laughs> different kind of gay. Interesting. Yes, transition. Okay. I know. I need to make a transition. Have you ever like looked on on the internet and like somebody's name from your past has just kind of like popped into your head, like be it an old friend or like an old like for in, in your case like an old girlfriend or something, and you pop on the Facebooks or on the internets to see if you can find that. You person. mean you stalk someone from your past you don't online? Stalk them. You That's look what you're and see what me. they turned out like. Uh, I'm not going to say I haven't done that before. Everybody's done that. I I have done that a couple of times. I was actually just thinking of an old friend today. I was going to look up and see what he was up to. But uh, yes, I perhaps have seen what some old girlfriends look like a couple of times. I've been like, oh, I wonder what, wonder what that girl. You kind of want to know how people turned out. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, because I had this this boyfriend many many moons ago, and he kind of popped into my head because I actually heard somebody make reference to this band that he loved. That I never really knew a lot of other people who liked it. Have you ever heard of the band Sky Cries Mary? I've heard of that band. Okay. I don't know what that is. Is, right. that a, is that a Christian band? It's not a Christian band. What, it what was kind like of music a, is this? It was kind of like, uh, I don't know, like like grungy rock out of Seattle. It was? Yeah. Okay. It must not have been too grungy or I probably would have listened to it. It, probably, it was probably a little... It was a little What's your, see, your definition of things is a little bit different than mine. Just like you think good movies are movies on Lifetime, you think good music would be uh, Matchbox 20. That's hey, not... I, um, a, I don't think good music is Matchbox 20. I do like the song Push. I will always like the oh song God, Push. It's so horrible. That just I brings back that. horrible memories. Everything for me, music from the 90s all is time-stamped for me. Like, there's specific things that... that because I, I listened to so much music th- back then, but there's certain songs that just set right, me you're off. Talking about, I know exactly what song it is because you've talked about it on the show before. I know it's always Runaway Train by Soul Asylum. Runaway Train, Soul Asylum, for some reason, is time-stamped with a bad breakup from high school. So for any time I hear that song, it like brings me back just to this vivid memory of... Your heart being broken? Yes, essentially. Well, kind of like that. And then also another one brings back bad memories is the Pixies... Um, uh, what is that... Uh, where oh, is God. my mind? Yeah, where is my mind? Okay, I, that, for where's some reason that's the only song I can ever. That's think the only of Pixie song yeah. I can think of. Yes, that one also. But push you around. That just it for I some reason. I wanna push you around. There's no specific. Oh, I will. There's no specific memory with it, but it just makes me angry. Like that song, just it just like makes me. It does make angry. you angry. I don't know why. I just I don't like it. I was a key that could use a little turning, so 
You're trying to Scott Daly me right now, and it's not going to work. <laughs> and the cats in the cradle so our, and the silver spoon. Our friend Scott spoon. Daly, if you play, play cats in the cradle of the silver spoon or whatever for him, uh, and then just talk about his kids for a while who are getting older every day. Oh, God. Just getting older and older as time goes on. That is, it's things like that that we do that I realize we're terrible people. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. That's horrible. Well, this song brings back... Why are you torturing me with this? I was sitting on that trampoline in the backyard. You were sitting on a trampoline? Yeah, I was sitting on a trampoline in the backyard in Mammoth, Mammoth, Oregon. High school girlfriend. That's when I found out some bad news. Did she call you or did she come and do it in person? No, I was there. I was there at her house. Okay. And, so uh, yeah, she gave me some bad, some bad news. You know, been playing? having a little tumultuous time. For some reason, this was associated. I think we had just watched it on MTV because uh, since I grew up without MTV... Uh, out in the country It wasn't until I could drive And get into the city And be with the city folk That all had the MTV That's when I started watching this You really latch on to things So that was your first <laughs> latching Was the was MTV videos MTV videos okay. Oh hell yeah Yeah And so Yeah And you know And then I found out Some, some tough stuff I'm working through this all right now Right now as I'm hearing this song You know And then it was It was a hot summer day It was in, it was in the summer And uh, you know It had a good day Thought things were going all right but uh, I found out they weren't. I found out they weren't that day. Oh. And I would never be the same. Did you really just want to date her because she had cable? Well, that didn't hurt. Yeah. Also, her mom hit on me a lot. So that, <laughs> that kind of worked out, too. And <laughs> distinct from me, there's... Uh, never mind. I don't want to get her in trouble. Well, how am I going to get her in trouble at this point? Um, there was uh, some... We could store our booze there. That's essentially what it was. Okay. So was, she was the hip mom. was cool mom. about it. Yeah, she was a hip mom. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, this that breakup was bad. It was a bad breakup. And then for years afterwards, um, she would tell everybody. I remember this. I remember finding out this from someone else. Apparently, she told everyone once I was already graduated from college and up in Portland. She told everyone that I was in bands and on drugs, and that I was I was possibly <laughs> homeless. And this was the rumor that apparently went all oh around my, my hometown. God, what a bitch! Yeah. Which wow. was, couldn't have been further from the truth. So I she had a broke very your good heart job. and then slandered you. Yeah, I had like a, a that's horrible, a very well-paid marketing job, doing just fine for myself in Portland. <laughs> and I came home, and I remember when when uh, it was like I don't know over like Christmas break or something like that, and I ran into a bunch of people, and they were like, "Oh, what's well, good to see you doing so well? It's good to you know, it's good you know, you seem like you've got it together." I'm like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. Was there a thought that I didn't have it together? And that's when I found out apparently everyone yeah thought I was uh, some like. Heroin addict in Portland. Oh my God! Did your parents hear these rumors? Because that's a small town. I don't know. I ended up bringing it up to them just in case they ended up hearing this. Yeah, yeah. It's a small town. You couldn't be further from a druggy person. <laughs> I really couldn't <laughs> yeah. be. I really could not be further from that. But I didn't keep in touch with a lot of these people, so that's all they heard. All wow. the people that stayed around town, and that's uh, that's apparently what. So just to dispel any of those rumors, if you are still holding on to those from several years ago, no, I was never a heroin junkie living on the streets of Portland. It, that, that was not part of my life. Thankfully, I somehow made it through and I made it, uh, made it onward and upward. Wow. So, yeah, I know. Man, she was a bitch. Anyway. She sounds that's what, like see, a bitch. Th- that's all, that's, all that takes to bring all of that back is just one little clip of that song. <laughs> I hate how my mind works. I hate that because it's just, it just latched on to that memory. 
and I can't get rid of it. Well, now I can see why that's a negative memory because that is a horrible person. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah, and seriously. like, oh, she was my high school girlfriend that broke my heart, not all of a sudden like slandered you around your entire town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a junkie on the streets. A junkie on the streets is what she pretty much <laughs> told so me. so good to see you doing so well. Yeah. Oh, God, that's awful. Yep. Showing up somewhere, it's great to see you doing so. I know. Well. I don't I was even like, know how I would respond like, to that. You, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And then it finally, like, it, it got said to me so many times. I kind of started wondering, like, "What do you mean?" Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Did anyone just kind of confess to you? Were they like, "Oh well, I heard that you were"? No, I asked. Actually, times. I think Dan ended up having to tell me because he found out um, <sighs> that that's what was going around. So uh, small towns, man. That small that crap. town gossip. Small town gossip. Yeah, it's so stupid. So anyway, like I said, this song there's no particular memory associated with it. It just it just angers me. I don't know why. I think a therapist would have a heyday with me trying oh, to figure out. Oh God this thing. damn yeah, you're nuts. I love this song because I went to see Matchbox Twenty at uh, Endfest in 1997, and I got picked out of the crowd to get uh, a free because uh, it was right when the song had come out, so it hadn't come out on on tape, on cassette, yeah. or on CD yet. Mm-hmm. And I got picked out of the audience, and they gave me a free copy of their of their CD. Oh my god! A, the, a copy of the CD, and then a copy of this single. I think we figured out you were at Endfest '97, so was so was I. Yeah, I mean that's where I, I think li- I think it was '97. I lived literally '97 or '98. I'm not sure which one. I it went was to at. all of them. Yeah, I mean okay. I, I lived literally a 15 minute walk away from the fairgrounds. That's where I graduated from high school. Was at the fairgrounds where they had Endfest. Is he talking about, is he singing about beating a woman? I don't know. I don't know. I've never really understood it. That does, well, anyway. Uh, I want to push you, were, you a da- around. I want to push you down. I want to take you for granted. All right, so yeah, back to Lost and Found. sounds rather violent. Well, I, I think that maybe he's speaking from a different perspective, like so he was being pushed around. No, I don't think so. I don't think All right, so af- after we got on this diatribe, so Lost and Found, right off of Killingsworth on 5426 North Gay Avenue. Gay made me think of this, looking up uh, past friends. Anyway, so I would look at this guy that I had dated briefly and, like, uh, and dated is loosely. We just, like, you know, it was seventh grade, like, kissing and, you know, just, like, whatever. So, uh, but we kept in touch for years because he lived in Tacoma when I lived in Bremerton. Okay. And so we kind of, uh, and he was very manly man. His name, I won't say his last name, but his name was Alejandro. Okay, and he was uh, he was very dreamy, and so I like I heard somebody make a reference to Sky Cries Mary yesterday, and I'm like, I wonder what Alejandro has been doing because I haven't thought of him in like 20 years, basically. So I looked him up on the internet, and I found out Alejandro's gay. Oh, he is my first gay ex boyfriend, at least that I know of. There could be more. <laughs> we don't know how many boyfriends. I don't are out know there. how many of them there could be that are the gay. But I mean, he turned out to be a beautiful. <laughs> I think the more key point is there how many boyfriends? <laughs> so many ex boyfriends you don't know how many, or let alone okay. Uh, but well, I'm not. I'm, as I said, I'm using the term boyfriend loosely. Like you know, I'm like we 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 spent some time together. Uh huh. But I did not. I did not sense that he that he was going to become a like a beefcake hot beautiful gay man oh which i did not know and i, I found his profile and like that kind of looks like his face but like 15 years older okay and then he was uh enveloped in the arms of another strong man okay with shiny biceps all right well good for him good for him it was just it was very odd i have never had okay now is the reason you think this is odd i'm gonna guess there's two things going through your mind one is did it have something to do with you that made him made him i don't realize think so that I just, he was gay he was so like 
he was so heterosexual when I hung out with him, though. It was weird. Maybe he was he was confused, and then he started dating you. He's like, oh, wait a minute. This is... No. 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 Oh, that's what I'm interested in. Because Not I, this. I did break little Alejandro's heart. I did. Because I stopped writing. Because we would write letters to each other. And he would write... Oh, God. He would... Oh, I just remembered this. Oh, he would write me letters... Uh, and like you know, put song lyrics and stuff. And I think I still have them somewhere, like at my parents' house or something. But he would spray his cologne on them. Oh wow, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, and he'd, he'd hand spray his these. cologne. What is Dracar Noir or something? I like don't that? know. I don't know. But this he would, polo? Do you spray would, polo all over? He would over mail it? me cassette tapes. He mailed me a Sky Cries Mary tape, which is why it, um, <laughs> that reminded me of it. And he was really into the Smashing yeah, Pumpkins. as Nibbles in the chat knows in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Well, not sure you broke his heart that badly. <laughs> I don't think it... I am somehow imagine that he was able to... Uh, oh, uh, there we go. Oh. Uh, I somehow imagine that he was able to uh, figure that out. Yeah, well, he wrote... some way. He did write some very romantic letters. You really want him to still be hung up on you, don't you? No, not at all. I mean, it looks like he has... I mean, he turned out very attractive. Like, he was very attractive when he was younger, and he still is a very attractive man. But who just loves other men. Okay. Which is, but yeah, Alejandro. Oh, so he was, yeah, I just, uh, he had popped into my mind. I didn't realize how easy, the internet's kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize how easy it would be to just find somebody. I was just like Alejandro and then uh, typed in his last name and Tacoma. Oh, yeah. And then sure enough, just blip right there. There were like two of them that came up. I'm like, that doesn't look like him and saw this face that was exactly like a grown up version of the face that I knew. It was just weird. It's weird. It's weirding you out, stalking people on the internet I'm not and then seeing stalking. what they look I was like just now. checking in. You realize you're kind of the weird one in that situation. I totally am. Not not necessarily. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to I wanted to say it was a monumental occasion in my life too because I I have wondered like he's popped into my mind like every once in a while like for you know every few years I'll be like oh I wonder yeah. what happened to that guy, but the internet's have never been able to find him until now. Yeah, I've I've looked up I've looked up some ex uh, girlfriends. Most of them seem to be married now. I think is probably I don't know what that means or what that says, but <laughs> they seem to mostly be when I have when I have taken the chance to look some of them up. Okay. Yes, I'm not sure. I don't think any of them are, uh, are pining for you. No. Well, I like to think so, but no, sure. I don't think that's the you're case. the one that got, that got away. Sure, that's what I like to keep. That's how I keep my you're mind. The, going. You're the squirrely one that got away. Yep. yep. She's even sadder listening to uh, Soul Asylum. Runaway Train of all fucking songs. Seriously. Well, that video is so depressing. Anyway. Damn it! You brought up a lot of a uh, a lot of a lot of weird memories now. Well, I've been kind of like thinking about all this '90s stuff because I did find an amazing station uh, that I listened to on the internet. So, you know, you can put together a radio station, and I found uh, a '90s station. And I've just been listening to all these fucking horrible one-hit wonders that I still remember all of the lyrics to. I can see you sitting in your uh, in your single apartment, your your studio. I usually listen to it when I'm riding my bike, but or, or like. If I'm like walking or something, that's when I'm listening to my music. Okay, but I do. Um, what? What's up? Oh, just having trouble with this. Chord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, it plays the most shitty singles. Like, uh, do you remember Deep Blue Something? I have no Savage idea Garden. Is. Oh, a Savage Garden. Yes. Also time stamped. Oh, Savage Garden God. is time stamped of all things, and I hate Savage Garden. It's time stamped to my freshman year in college when I was in the dorm, and it w- came on. God, I'm kind of like Rain Man for music videos. In some strange way. You're, for no, some you're kind of a latcher is what you are. Like no, you Savage Garden, I remember specifically because it was my uh, freshman year of college, living in the dorm, C. Long, Sackett Hall at Oregon State. We called it Schlong. 
And uh, and I remember because I had MTV for the first time of my own, and I remember watching that video. And the Verve was real popular at that time. And sitting there in the living room making a sandwich, Dan was my roommate. Oh, which by the way, we need to say something to Dan here in just a little bit yes, too. Yes, we do. Um, at Jimmy Ray, Jimmy Ray also very popular right around then. Yeah, I don't, man, what is wrong with me? I don't know. I mean, like you get kind of that same way too. Like with technology, it was like the latest technology, so you kind of obsess about it. Yeah. Yeah, Greg, are you feeling this? Greg, are you there? Where, where did you song, go? I was just thinking about this. Yeah, this this song also brings up a little bit of anger. I don't know why. It really does. You do look kind of angry. Yeah. Let's remember for no I, reason. I get the angry side today. Remember, we can't have both of us being angry. Oh no, no, no! I mean, I'm not like angry as a person, but that song just like. It just kind of pisses me off. Yeah, you also hate Third Eye Blind, which I don't oh, yeah, understand. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't understand I think that. that's because you're also not a male. <laughs> so that is why you don't understand See, why. See, I'm not even being the crazy one right now. Keelan even says, Jesus, I thought Sarah was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> oh, now Keith's bringing it up over, over attached to the past. Great. Now I'm going to have a have a day of uh, of thinking about what where I went wrong and why I'm attached to these things. Uh-oh. Like I said, a therapist would have... Would have a lot of uh, a lot of fun, I think, with me. I think I think there's a lot that could be figured out. Or I'm I just gonna let it go. Going and to a therapist, it was so fun. Yeah, you've been to one before. Oh yeah, it was great. It was. It's like the most. Honestly, it's the most selfish thing you could do. I mean, because it's it's good. I mean, it's selfish, but for a good reason. Like mm-hmm. you get to sit there and talk about all your shit to somebody that is paid to have to listen to you and give you advice. Like yeah. it's pretty great because they don't have. They're not your friends. They don't have their opinions. They don't have any inside look into you know like but you know i know this about so and so and this like they don't know anything except for what you're telling them it's awesome okay i would highly you should totally try therapy i want to go back no never that sounds like too much work no i'd rather just suppress it and deal with it on my own and then go on a killing spree someday no i don't think i would be that we've talked about this before of anybody that we know and you know everyone out there has thought about this before of someone that you know who would become the uh psycho serial killer i don't think i would be it i don't think i'd be the serial killer I would mm. I, No No I don't think I would But maybe that's what The serial killers All said to themselves Beforehand um, Out of all of our fr- Okay like Out of all of the friends On the network Out of everyone on the network Out of everybody on the, f- on, on the, the Fun, fun Employment Radio, Radio network, network We're gonna call people Out here with this Yeah I who know who be? I know who I think it would be I'll, I'll go first Alright who I think it would be Scott Daly Scott Daly You mm-hmm. think would be The serial because killer Because he's so nice If someone on The Fun Employment Radio Network Between all the shows So play anything With Lisa Wood You got guys and balls you got Accidental Housewives, Geek in the City, and then um, uh, uh, Rip City Bad Boys, mm-hmm. and then the other two shows. I think that covers everybody. Yeah, and then B sides when, when that's yeah, yeah, but that that covers he's covered in Geek in the City. Okay, so of anybody on those shows, you think Scott Daly would be a serial yes, killer? Yes, I absolutely one hundred percent believe Scott Daly. Would be. I don't because don't you know see why? That. You know why? Because he is so nice. He is so nice and just like the he's kind and he's uh, he's like a gentle giant. Yeah. But he is repressing some shit. And I think that <laughs> this he's is Sarah's analysis. By no, the way. I'm just saying like nobody can be that nice forever. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, people are noting that no one would suspect Scott Daly. Nobody would it's suspect. True, he is. He's, he's far too nice. That's why. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just say like he because he is just genuinely like the sweetest guy. But there's I, I don't know. I could see it. I could I could see it like an alter life. Like he wouldn't do it on purpose, but it would be more of a snapping thing. 
Yeah. Like, he wouldn't be a serial killer because he wanted to. It would happen because he just one day just had enough. Okay. He had enough. And that's it? That's it? Just one thing too far? Yep, just one thing too far. Like a Hulk on a rage thing? or Not on a rage. I think it would be swift. Meticulous? I think No, not meticulous. I think it would be quick and brutal. And then he'd get back to his... <laughs> wow. And then he'd get back to like his normal life of being a, a great father and fiancé and friend and such. Yeah, it's being noted you are pushing a lot of suspicion off of yourself in this. Because the only, thing, the only reason I think that you wouldn't be it is because you'd freak out too much. Oh, Although, me? then again, you have a good way of, like, blanking out things you don't want to remember. <laughs> just, like, washing over that. Oh, that didn't happen. And That's how you're supposed to live life. If there's something that's bothering you, just try to forget about it. You should go back to that therapist. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Scott Talley would be the one that would be a serial That killer. isn't who you'd pick. Who I think could actually do it and get away with it. And I don't know why we're talking about, uh, you know, blaming Geek in the City for being possible serial killers. Um, but I would say Dan Clark. Dan Clark. Dan that's Clark. A good he one. plays with weapons constantly. He, does play he with dresses up like constantly. a pirate. He goes on trips all the time for different pirate conventions and different things that PDXCR does. It'd be really easy. And plus, he's the captain of the uh, of the whole organization. So everybody else in the organization, they got to shut up and they got to listen to him ultimately because he's the captain. He's the one in charge. Mm-hmm. And if he says, oh, we're going to throw this tarp off the pier, Garibaldi, uh, just do it. It's just fun. It's fun pirate stuff. Yeah. It's not a body. Yeah. I would say I'd say Dan Clark. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. People are pointing out that, that it, it could be me. I couldn't do it. I have too much of a conscience. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about if. Yeah. I, I, I like get upset if I see like a deer on the side of the road that's been hit by a car. I don't think that I could. I don't think that I could murder somebody. Sure, you also can't eat chicken off the bone, so that would be yeah. A, you know, like I would, so I would have a hard time penetrating flesh with who? Yeah, Even the fact that you said that means you don't. You've thought about this. That's that terrifies me more than anything. You've thought about this. Everyone has thought about it at some point. No, no. Everybody has thought about if you if you could have the capacity to kill somebody. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's necessarily true. All right, now we're going to dark places. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the human. It's, it's the way the human mind works. You can't say, well, if you haven't thought about it before, now you're going I to. I don't know if you should be the foremost expert on how the human mind works. Why not? I don't know if that's a safe thing. Hey, I've been, I've been to therapy. Okay, I've had my human mind on, worked on. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see people are coming <laughs> to my defense. All right. Yeah, well, she gets upset if she misidentifies a homeless person and gives them a granola bar. <laughs> well, as Keith is noting, you do kind of have multiple personalities. So I do there not is a have multiple personalities. I just have strong emotions that act out in different ways. Yes, yeah, Sarah, you have strong emotions that act out in different ways. You're so right. You would never be the person that would do that to anyone. Yep, yeah. and then another thing, like serial killers are notoriously clean. Oh, well, then... Uh, oh, yeah, you're not that. I'm not. Yeah, right I'm there. I'm not. Right there. Right there. Yeah, that'd be that. That would that would be a yeah because they're like a they're, detriment in the list. But I don't believe that all of them are clean. I mean, it can't be like every single one is clean. No, because Ed Gein didn't. He lived in a filthy house. Which one was that? I think he was the Boy Scout boy, the Boy Scout murderer guy. Wasn't I he don't the know. He, he was on the eight people. I don't know. I'm yeah, not sure like which he had one. his house. He was a hoarder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know which one that. I don't. I don't know about that. Yes. All right. Well, now that we know that Sarah does not have the capacity to kill multiple people, I don't. Um, Okay. Uh, do you want to do a little world of crazy, Greg? Sure. Let's do a little bit of world okay, of crazy. Okay. Let's do it. I don't think I should be in my head so much. I don't think so either. This, that just got went to a place where I don't feel comfortable. I do not feel comfortable in this room with you right now. <laughs> you put way too much thought into that. 
Uh, Kelt says, serial killers are able to make connections with random strangers easily. Oh, who can do that in this room? That one, across the table. I cannot. Sure I like making new friends. Doesn't mean I want to murder like them. like jabbering a, a lot. I like jab... You better watch your tone, <laughs> young man. Stop staring at me with your serial killer eyes. All right, here we go. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. My first story I was so excited about because I saw it on the internet today, and it kind of made my day. Now, Greg, if you know me at all, you should know how big of a fan I am of a woman by the name of Nomi Malone. Nope. No me. I, don't know if I can't hear anything. Test test. I can hear that. you. Okay. Uh, Nomi Malone. Nomi Malone, aka the star of the wonderful movie Showgirls. No, I don't know who that is. I, can I have a confession here? Okay. I've never actually seen Showgirls. You've never seen Showgirls? No. Holy shit! I never have. That I've, movie is fantastic. I've seen like you bits would of it. love it. It has boobs and all kinds of just boobs, boobs, Greg. Yeah, I um, I have never actually seen it. I've oh my gosh, you are poorer for it. It's I one think of those things. Like it? It's one of those things where everybody's always talking about it, and then I'm just like, hey, yeah, yeah, Showgirls, yeah. I own I Showgirls, it. and I tried, I try to just like brush it off and not say anything and just like smile and nod. So that I don't get yelled at for not having seen it, and uh, I haven't seen it. All I'm right, just well, admitting right now, I have not seen Showgirls. Oh, I'm not gonna. So maybe after Aaron and I finish uh, watching, when we do Clue next week, maybe the next movie we can all do is watch Showgirls. Okay. Because it is, you would love it. It is so bad. It is incredible. It I've is also incredible. never seen Pretty Woman. Okay, well that's all right. You're a dude, but Showgirls is something you should watch. Like Elizabeth Berkley is hot. Yeah. And you get to see Gina Gershon and yeah. her boobs. Yeah. No, no, I like both of those girls. I'm just saying. All right. Well, anyway, so Showgirls. <laughs> Kellen says, Greg Sarah owns that movie. Just think of the quality of that film. <laughs> <laughs> well, breaking Showgirls news, everybody. You guys, a sequel to Showgirls has been created. And yes, it is called Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. Because yes, the star of the Showgirls 2 is a woman by the name of Penny. So do you want me to tell you the... Uh, the the plot of it. I cannot wait for you to okay. tell me. Okay, so it, this is Showgirls Two: Pennies from Heaven, and the plot is as such. Now, a Las Vegas stripper named Penny Slot. That's that's her that's her stripper name. No, 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 me Malo, uh, Malone, but we'll continue. Uh, Penny Slot sets out on an adventure to become a star dancer on a popular television show in Las Vegas. With stars in her eyes, she tries to find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but instead finds drama, danger, and snuff movies in a town more wicked than Sin City. All right, so maybe she leaves Sin City. So I guess she left Las Vegas. To be in stuff films. All right. Anyway, Penny Slot's longtime fiance slash boyfriend. I don't think you. If I understand this correctly, you don't get to do too many snuff films. I think you do one, and that's kind of the end of that. Well, let me continue. Uh, Penny's longtime <laughs> fiance slash boyfriend warns her that she needs formal technique training if she wants to be taken seriously to follow her dreams as a real dancer. So Penny Slot learns out, uh, sets out to learn ballet. 
but she must pay a price to make it all the way to the top. She's got to pay a price to learn ballet. <laughs> there are sacrifices to be made at every imaginable level, and it all comes down to, and here's the tagline. The cutthroat world of ballet. <laughs> How bad do you want it? Okay. Showgirls 2, Penny Slots from Heaven. Or, no, Penny's from Heaven, not Penny Slots from Heaven. Her name is Penny Slot. Penny's from Heaven. Showgirls 2. I want to watch this. So is Elizabeth uh, Berkeley in this? It is not does Elizabeth Berkeley. Does she make a guest Berkeley. appearance? I do not think she does. Okay. I saw that Elizabeth Berkeley. I think she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, wow. You know who else is going to be on there? Bill Nye the Science Guy. Wow. Bill Nye the Science Guy is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. I At first, I didn't know how I felt about that. But then again, it's Bill Nye the Science Guy. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. And he's going to be awesome. So Bill I am all Nye for it. If that's what he guy. wants to do, I support him 100%. I'm putting my my vote behind Camp Bill Nye. Maybe Elizabeth Berkeley and Bill Nye will have a torrid love affair. I'd be okay with that. Go Bill Nye. All right, Greg. Now, I saw this uh, this story, and it kind of made me think of you, because this seems like something that you'd do. So I wanted to instill the fear of something that could possibly happen to you into you. All right. Because that's just the mood I'm in today. Right. You're Lovely. welcome. All right. So the story uh, headlines out of Seattle. However, it's happening all over the world. One night, a man sent his ex-girlfriend flirtatious text messages while his girlfriend was sleeping next to him. The next evening, he posted cruel comments about his significant other on Facebook. No, he doesn't have multiple personalities, Greg. And he's not a terrible boyfriend. The man is suffering from something that a lot of people are suffering from now called sleep texting. What? Sleep texting, Greg. People who excessively use their phones... And who cannot relax while they're sleeping are starting to text message things in their sleep without knowing that they're doing it. What? Yes. I don't believe that. Mm. In the same way that people sleepwalk, sleep texting has become such a common behavior that people are reportedly even doing it when they're unconscious. <laughs> that sounds like somebody trying to come up with an no, excuse. No, because I've seen oh, this. I got drunk and texted something awful. Oh, it wasn't me. I was asleep. I have a disorder. Nope. So, uh, so most cases happen when somebody has been asleep during the night. Maybe they had a dream about somebody, and they'll wake up to check their phone, send a text message, and then fall back asleep without realizing that they actually text someone. So then when, when they wake up in the morning, they uh, mostly don't have any memory of their actions. I don't know about this. This sounds I like an elaborate excuse. I think that this sounds excuse. exactly like something you would do. I don't think I've, I've never done that. I will sleep write notes to myself. That make no sense. I don't know, but you should check and see if you've text messaged somebody in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Uh, So other times people will send text messages or use social media while they're completely unconscious. So this is a symptom of uh, parasomnia, a genetic sleep disorder in which a person exhibits strange behavior during their sleep, such as talking, yelling, or eating. Talking, yelling, I do yell in my sleep. I've heard you when you sleep in the green room when you you wake up like, ah! Oh yeah, I'm a terrible, when I wake up, Oh, yeah, I, I'm awful when I do that because I wake up very loud and, and spazzy. So Loud and spazzy. I, it's true. I know. I, for some reason, when I sleep, I think somebody's... I don't know what it is. When I wake up, I throw my arms out and I freak out. And it lasts for about like Why? two seconds. Have and you done then that I your realize, whole life? No, I haven't. I don't think so. It's more of a recent thing in the last few years. <laughs> you need to go see a therapist. I'm thinking this is starting to sound more. If you're sleep yelling and flailing, yeah, that's that's not normal. It's not. That's not normal. No. Oh. Yeah, I freak out if somebody wakes me up. 
what, like, like scaring you waking up or just, like, waking up? Uh, just waking up. I remember when you I was in here, you scared the shit out of me because you were in there yeah. sleeping, and all of a sudden I heard, ah! Yeah, that was me on the couch, and something, uh, something, some noise must have happened or something, and I woke up, and then I'd go, bah! No, it's louder than that. You screamed. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I said, I think I scared my parents this last weekend when I was in Canada. Did you do that to them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I fell asleep, and I was, bah! And I freaked out. By the way, you complain about how fast I walk. They walk way faster than I do. I'm telling you, man. It's a nibbler. I had trouble keeping up walk. with them. Uh, so most of the messages that people are sending while they're asleep or semi-conscious uh, are inappropriate. They usually are inappropriate messages emerging out of their subconscious mind, and the conscious person would not actually want to see them. So besides <laughs> having a negative effect on relationships, also using a phone or a computer during the night prevents a person from getting a truly restorative sleep. Uh, also, people who text while asleep are at risk for more dangerous sleep behaviors like walking out of the house or getting into their car. So also, Greg, do you do you look at your phone right before you go to bed? Yes. Do you play on your phone before you go to bed? Yes. Using a phone or a computer right before you go to sleep can keep your mind from relaxing, and the light emitted from the screens can disrupt your internal clock. So you should I turn stop- the screen off. You should stop looking at uh, t- at the television, computer, or phone screen an hour or two before you go to sleep. An hour or two? Com- what if I'm missing emails or there's work to be done? Or I miss something in the news? How do you ever sleep? How do you ever know. sleep? I don't know. I really don't sleep well. Huh. I don't see any correlation, though, to me looking at my phone for three hours before I go to bed. Right before I go to sleep. And looking at terrible news from around the world. I don't see any correlation. Well, the way that you can prevent this is uh, to lock up your, uh, either turn off your computer or phone or put a lock on your phone with a combination that you'll have to do. But, but if you're if you're sleep texting, I would assume that if you're able to put together this, a sentence, then you would be able to figure out your password. I'm going to call it now. Sleep testing, texting is bullshit. No one is doing that. I mean, I get drunk texting. Like, people do stupid things just like, uh, you know, people who are drunk do a lot of stupid things. I could see that, where they text something they, they regret the next day. But you don't wake up, like, in your sleep, turn on your phone, write something terrible to someone, post it on Facebook, send a text, and then go back to sleep all without ever waking up. I yeah. don't know. No, that's it. But that is a fantastic excuse for someone who wants to do something terrible. Well, let me tell you So you, you could just send, like, awful things to people and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was, I was sleep texting, didn't mean it. See, because you clearly, have you ever sleepwalked? Sleepwalked? Uh, no. See, I'm a, I know I'm a sleepwalker. I have, I, it, when I was in college, I walked from the third floor of the sorority house that I was in all the way into the basement and woke up next to the boiler room. Like, I would walk and talk to people. That's why this is believable to me, because I would walk and have conversations with people and then wake up and not remember a damn thing. And this is why you would be the serial killer on the network. Well, I would be like an accidental serial killer. There's no accidental. If you I wouldn't one... if I didn't remember it. <laughs> so it's not your fault if it's you don't remember fault. it? It's not my fault. You sound like somebody who would uh, sleep text. Mm, no, I don't. Why are you staring at me so much? Because your phone just made noises. Uh. All right, Greg. Next up, chivalry may be dead, or at least the romance is dead. In the case of a first date gone sour, Greg, I wanted to give you some some tips here on what not to do on a first date, okay? Okay. Gotcha. So a London man named Kishore Namala, uh, 32 years young, allegedly stole his date's phone after she refused to help pay for their bar tab. Because I'm sure that he thought that was going to end well. 
so the woman who met Nimala on the dating website Zeusk said she thought it was her date's duty to pay for the bar tab. So they probably should have discussed this before. It was probably. 84 American dollars. Um, Whoa, they ran up a bar tab. They sure did. Um, when when the woman refused to pay the tab, Nimala allegedly followed her before stealing her BlackBerry phone and running down the street. The woman then screamed and ran after him. Two passing policemen joined the chase and eventually caught up with him. So now, on top of the bad date and having to pay for everything himself, he's been charged with one count of theft. And uh, he had said that he had intended to give the phone back to his date as soon as she had helped pay for the pricey drinks. I mean, in a way, I can kind of understand where he's coming from with this. That's a lot of money that she just racked up all these drinks. And she should at least offer. She should offer. Now, I don't know how the date was set up, whether he said, I'm taking you out. If that's the case, then I guess he should pay for it. But if it's like a mutual first date. Is that how it's date, done? Is that like you say, like, if, so, if the person asks out, then they have to pay? Well, what if you guys just? I don't agree know what the right thing somewhere? is to do I now. Don't either usually you just talk about it beforehand, or I mean, but do you? If to it's a, a first date like that, where you're meeting on an online dating service, I think splitting the tab is perfectly fair. That's a perfectly fair, um, fair thing to expect. If it's a first date, you guys been on a dating site, you've never seen each other, for, or you know whatever. I think splitting the tab is fair. I mean, so do I. I just didn't know. I was asking. Greg is thinking about this. Well, they have, they also had $84 worth of drinks, so I'm sure his uh, rationality was a little bit out the window. Wow. The black well, that sounds like a really shitty date anyway. If you have $84 worth of drinks and then he wants to fight about the bar tab, he should be just happy well, that he plied her with $84 worth of drinks. He was probably more mad that she was taking off to just go home. Well, this, <laughs> this date didn't work out. I bet there's more to it. She probably said, yeah, I don't want to see you anymore after drinking presumably at least $42 worth of drinks. And then was like, yeah, I don't like you. I'm going to go home. I don't want to see you anymore. That's probably more what it was. And then he was like, well, fuck. Now I'm paying an extra at least half for all of your drinks. And who knows? She probably ordered more. And then Bitch. you're not going to pay anything. <laughs> and you're just going to walk off of here. But you use me for all the drinks. I can kind of see where he's coming from. Stealing the phone's not right. But he does have a right to be a little bit ticked off. All right. So like putting it in perspective. So this happened in London. And Ryan uh, in the chat is saying $84 is six drinks at the Times Square Applebee's. So, I mean, London, it's really expensive. So that would only be, like, three drinks apiece. Find a cheaper place to go to. <laughs> yeah, I no, no way. That's six drinks for 84 bucks? Wow. Greg, That's the look on I'm Greg's face. On. Yes. And finally, I get have... Take out pizza and six-pack of Bieber. You... You're quite the romantic. I know how to woo. To woo a woman. Yep. All right. And finally, I do have this. And when I saw this, it uh, I, my first thought was Keelan. Keelan needs to hear this. Keelan needs to hear this. So, of course, you know, summertime has lots of hits. You know, everyone's like talking about the songs of the summer. Like it first started off with Daft Punk, Get Lucky. Yes. You know, like Katy Perry's uh, coming up at the end, you know, with her, her roar song or whatever it is. But one of the unequivocal what was that? Inequivocable. Sure, that. Hits of the summer, of course, was Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. Yes. We all know this song. We've all heard it. Blurred Lines. I know you wrote it. All right. A lot of controversy with that There's song. There's a lot of controversy with that song, Greg. You, you, you just nailed it right there. So, what people do is, of course, make parodies. 
of songs that this are is popular. What people do. This is this is the thing that people do. Okay. So let me read the story. So Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines may have been officially declared one of the songs of the summer, but now it is being parodied by a feminist women's group. In a response to criticism surrounding Blurred Lines, an Auckland University student group created a song called Defined Lines. The parody reverses the original video's gender roles in an attempt to define those supposedly blurred lines. Okay, now, I just want to say this. From what I understand about blurred lines, and I have heard it about a million times, it seems to me, after listening to it enough times, granted, it's kind of a dumb song. It's got a catchy hook to it. Yeah. I I mean, it, it does. It's got a very catchy hook. But it seems to me the song's about him talking to a girl who's already dating another guy. Yeah. And and he thinks that she's into him. Yeah. I know there was all the speculation it was about date rape. But, I mean, after listening to it, I really don't think that's what it was. If you hear it once and you hear the title and you think, like, okay, it's about... It's it's about about him trying to convince some chick to sleep with him instead of going home to her her boyfriend. That's that's what I think that's about. And, I mean, you can call that stupid. Uh, certainly, it's a stupid song. It's a stupid song, but it damn but there's catchy. a lot worse songs out there. I think if you're if you want to look at it from the aspect of it's degrading to women, there's a lot worse songs. Dude, out there. Billy Joel is American America's sweetheart, and yeah. one of his most famous songs starts with "Come out, Virginia, don't make me wait." You Catholic girls start much too late. Yeah, like this is there are a lot more rapey songs. Yeah. All right, so anyway, and, by the way, just before I get a whole bunch of angry emails. I'm not defending it from the aspect that the song... I think the song's about date rape. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's about him trying to hit on a girl who's already with another dude. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from, where I think that song's about. That's what I think as well. So anyway, so the feminist group has put this together. I just want to play this just purely so Keelan will hear it. And so you will too. It's... I, I will just give this without comment. I, I would like to present you with... Defined Lines. Every bigot shut up. Oh. Every bigot shut up. Every bigot? Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Boy, you'd better quit all your sexist So here our manifesto of the modern age. It's time to undermine the masculine confines. Prepare for your castration. This is supposed to be better. They're talking about mutilating. Do they understand what the word bigot means? I don't... I mean... 
that we all just want to screw. Gotta respect me for me to be a boo. We don't want no scrubs, no, we don't approve. Need a universal role reversal. In real life, not a dress rehearsal. Gotta resist all the gender roles. Trying to put misogyny on parole. Put exploitation on probation. Time for you to witness our liberation. There's more to life than penetration and sexual discrimination. So tonight, we ignite our civil rights. Resist chauvinism, win the fight. Cause you live in large, just like a montage of you and your friends acting out entourage. But we ain't whores to do your household chores. To make you a sandwich when we're on all fours. From history to history. Know you got some opinions that we don't agree. Need to call my sister, John of AIC. A bigger feminist cake, Antoinette Marie. Yeah, guys, we got spies. Now all you want to do is fertilize. But avert your eyes from my thighs. Never tell a bitch you got to drop her size. You want a box cap? Show me a six pack. You want a landing strip? You better get ripped. I apologize. Wait, so all they're doing is just saying... I think they're putting their... <gasps> Wait, you're right. So she just said, if you want a landing strip, you better have a six-pack? Yeah. So, so isn't that just exploiting the men? Uh, that's kind of what that's I'm gathering kind from of that. Now, I certainly see the point. Don't, don't uh, you know, just be nice to people, honestly. That's what the bottom line is. But uh, what is... I don't understand what this song is trying to accomplish, quite honestly. I don't know. Are they trying to... St- Put it just from the woman's perspective of that, where they're objectifying men. Okay, that's that's fine. But then, are they trying to say, but respect women? But then they're still going to objectify men, and they're going to castrate them, which sounds yeah, very the, violent. The, the castration went a little far, and then at one point, like because they're dancing around, because basically it's a parody of the video as well. And yeah. we'll we'll post this on our uh, uh, on our website. But it's also a parody of the video, and like at one point, you know, she's singing like you know I. Whatever the line was, like I don't, we don't need your dick. I have my vibrator or whatever. And then, like in one of the things, they're just like shoving a vibrator in one of the guy's mouths. Oh, yeah. I'm not really sure what this is cu- trying to accomplish. I there. don't know. You know, there's a lot of. I don't know. I know I'm going to get angry emails about this. So whatever. There's a lot more things to get upset about than that silly, stupid song. Yeah. I don't. I honestly do not believe that song is causing dudes to go out and date rape people. Yeah. It's just a dumb song. Mm-hmm. There's a lot worse things out there. There's things that do deserve that people should be getting up in arms about. There are songs about date rape. Yeah. And about that kind of stuff. Go after those ones. This just doesn't seem, I don't know. It seems like a, a lot of lot of kerfuffle over uh, <laughs> something that's just not worth a it. A lot of kerfuffle. A lot of kerfuffle. That's Greg's old opinion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there <laughs> you have it. It says, you know who rapes people? Rapists. Yes, it's true. Well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Yeah. Robin Thicke is married, too, just so... Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Wow. I feel like I've... Now I have to fear castration. (laughs) Um, All right. Moving on to date. So we've got to... I got a little bit of ball talk, too, that we want to do. You do. But maybe before we do that... Maybe we should say happy birthday I to somebody. I think we should. Because I, I believe it's time to do that. I so, believe it is. this is someone who I've known for a long time and who defended me when there were the rumors that I was a heroin addict <laughs> living on the street of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I've known him since I was 11 years old, and we just ran hood to coast with him last weekend, and he is awesome. It is Dan's birthday! Dan! Dan's birthday! So, uh, we need to say happy birthday to him. I think he's at work right now. He's probably not in, uh, in, the, in the live chat right now. We'll buy you a shot listening. later, buddy. Absolutely. Happy birthday to Happy Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. Oh, gotta love me some drunk Elvis. Yep. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. But not in a way that I'm trying to oppress you or make you try to get me. Oh, dear God. Please don't castrate me. Don't mind me. My marrow flow. Don't throw me in the trash. <laughs> They're trying to throw me in the trash. All right. First up in ball talk, we have this former NBA star, former Madonna dater, and former husband of Carmen Electra. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Who would it be? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. In the news. Dennis Rodman back in the news because of something he is doing currently. Now, of course, he made that. Uh, he was part of Vice Television's um, show in uh, where they where they went to North Korea. They met Kim Jong-un, mm. an actual fucking horrible person. Yeah. Who is the leader of North Korea. An awful, awful person. And Dennis Rodman struck up a friendship with him. And Dennis Rodman now back in North Korea to, quote, visit his friend, Kim Jong-un. Oh, my God. That guy, that's fucking disgusting. If you want to look up some terrible, there's some recent news about him. I'm not even going to say what it is. Yeah, it's awful. You can Google it and look it up. But the, the, guy's, the guy's a if horrible If you want to see the face person. of evil, look that guy up. Yeah, the guy's awful. And uh, Dennis Rodman, though, however, feels he is buddies with him and is actually in there, flew into North Korea right now. Uh, that is a, reportedly where he is at. He arrived there on Tuesday to hang out with his friend. Now, he is saying that he may bring up to uh, Kim Jong-un the idea of releasing the American missionary uh, Kenneth Bay, who was imprisoned there. Mm-hmm. He's in prison right now. If he can secure the release of Kenneth Bay. Good job, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. If he's going there to party with Kim Jong-un, you're a terrible mm. person. So anyway, that is what the news is. Uh, uh, Dennis Rodman in North Korea hanging out with Kim Jong-un. So you can look up more about that online, but there's a whole bunch of pictures of him arriving there and being taken. To, uh, it's, it's just it's just so bizarre. It's just bizarre. It is. It's weird. It's weird. All right. So there we go. There's that story. Uh, moving on in ball talk. Let's get to a little bit, uh, something a little bit lighter. This has to do with... The U.S. men's national soccer team. And they are currently, uh, well, tomorrow, going to be in a World Cup qualifying match in Costa Rica. Okay. So they're playing the Costa Ricans, trying to qualify for the World Cup, the U.S. men's national team. But the Costa Ricans aren't going to make it very easy for them. And not just on the uh, soccer field, off the soccer field. So, allegedly, the Costa Ricans are pissed off about a game they had in March here in the U.S. against the U.S. where they played in Colorado and it was a snow game so it snowed a lot mm-hmm. during the game. Being from Costa Rica I guess they don't really like playing in the snow very much. Sure. And uh, the U.S. won 1-0. to zero. So they won that match. Now when the U.S. team flew in it's general generally what happens you know when another when a foreign team comes to your country you provide them with a practice field you provide them with equipment so they don't have to fly in all their equipment you know mm-hmm. just some soccer balls and stuff like that. So the Costa Ricans gave the U.S. team four different options for of where they could practice. And the U.S. team called each one of these fields, and they all refused to let the U.S. team practice. Seriously? So they aren't allowed to go practice at any of those fields. Now, the other thing going on, so they haven't allowed them to practice. They also would not provide them with any um, soccer balls or equipment, which I guess is a customary thing for, uh, for foreign teams to do when mm. the team is visiting. So they didn't provide them with that. They also 
apparently it's also customary for national teams when they come in to get uh, to get preferred treatment going through customs lines. Mm-hmm. So, like, if a foreign team like Costa Ricans come to America, they get to go through the express customs line. Gotcha. So you don't have to wait in line with everybody. Costa Rica said no. You're going to wait in line with everybody else. So they made them wait in line with everyone, which, all right. Okay. That's fine. Um, they also... Uh, I'm, I'm looking up this other thing. That allegedly all the cab drivers in Costa Rica have agreed to slow traffic to a crawl on Friday to make it a pain in the ass for the U.S. men's team to get to the actual stadium. What the what? Why are they being such drama queens about that? They don't like losing. And the U.S. beat them, and they're pissed off about it. So this is, uh, these are all things that are happening. There's a bunch of um, magazines that have come out that show what looks like Landon Donovan in a uh, Captain America outfit. This is from the magazine Los uh, Aldea. Mm-hmm. And it says, Los, Los es- Estabamos Esperando. We're expecting you. And it shows Lance, Arm- La- Lance Armstrong, Landon Donovan, mm-hmm. you know, star of the U.S. soccer team, in a Captain America suit with these two, <laughs> two, two Costa Ricans like pulling him down oh, wow. as Landon Donovan is screaming. So they're, they're pissed off. They're pissed off. Wow. Um... So it's uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting match. I do really want to watch this just to see what happens. So that is going on tomorrow. Costa Ricans taking on the United States match. All match right. Team. So uh, yeah, they don't they don't like playing in the snow. Um, moving on in ball talk. I like how they think that you know America controls the weather. Too. <laughs> <laughs> They're mad. We don't like playing in the snow. How dare you make it snow? The ticos enojado. So uh, moving on in ball talk. Let's see. I've got uh, got a couple of things. I will report this just because it just came out today. And this is a, one of the main reasons I want to watch Philadelphia Eagles games this year. And it's not because of Chip Kelly, former Oregon coach, taking over the team. Although sure. I am curious to see how that happens. It's because of what's going to happen to Riley Cooper. So Riley Cooper, if you remember this, he's the Eagles wide receiver who was caught on camera at a Kenny Chesney concert. Oh, say Irate because, yes, because he wasn't being allowed backstage. <laughs> and someone filmed this. He threw out some um, some uh, racial slurs. Racial slurs. Yeah, yeah, racial slurs. And so he was caught on camera doing this. He was, he's an asshole, essentially. What he what he was saying, and it was a racial slur against African Americans or Africans in general. And anyway, he what he did was caught on camera, and uh, naturally, some of his teammates are not very happy about that. So it came out today, and there's a video of this. He's a wide receiver, Riley Cooper, was going up against one of his own teammates who is a cornerback. The cornerback decided to start grabbing his helmet and throwing him to the ground and t- trying to beat the crap out of him, although they're on pads, so it really doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. But this video is out there of Kerry Williams, uh, one of his teammates, going after him. Michael Vick actually had to step in and defend Riley Cooper and, and, uh, and back this guy off. What is, the reason I want to watch the Eagles games is because I really want to see... What happens to this guy? He has just put a target on his back. Oh, yeah. He's going to get pummeled. He has got a target on his back. Is that today? Um, are they playing the Eagles, today? I don't believe, are playing today. I should have double-checked that. Um, but they, I believe they will be playing this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I will actually maybe watch I that. I want to watch that because, dude, you have giant target on your back for every team out All there. All I need is a little backstory to something, and I can watch just about anything. If yeah. there's something to watch for, like, I will watch to watch... Him get the shit beat out of him. Well, himself. the guy's an asshole, too. Yeah. So I really just don't care. Oh, he's a dick. Yeah, he, he really is. Uh, yes, Rick Rutherford in the chat says, when Michael Vick is defending you, that has to be the very bottom. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Vick is defending him. Zinga, Rick. So there we go. Riley Cooper, giant ass. Um, let's see. Moving on here in ball talk. Why don't we just go to this, since I know we're going to need to take a break here pretty soon. 
to get uh, accommodate for our guest who's going to be joining us. Since the NFL season is going to be starting, closest team to Portland, Oregon, of course, is the Seattle Seahawks, which there are a lot of Seahawks fans here sure. in the Portland area. And I figured, why not play a Seahawks song by a fan, Burry Collins featuring Dalla Dilly. What? Dalla Dilly. Dalla Dilly? Dalla Dilly. Dalla Dilly. With their song, C-Mix. Oh, boy. Making Keelan quit music at this point. Okay. <laughs> you know, I do have to say, there are worse songs out there, but this one, it's not bad, it's just not good. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, it's boring. That's what it is. I'm bored. Yeah. Seahawks. See. So there we go. That is the Seahawks song, The Sea Mix, Woo. by Burr Collins and Dalla Dilly. Oh, my goodness. Dalla Dilly. I do like Dalla, Dalla, Dalla Dilly. Dilly. I like Dalla Dilly all of a sudden. Okay. Dalla Dilly. There we go. Seahawks playing this weekend. Mega Glutes, this edition of Ball Talk. There we go. All right. All right. Gosh. How are you doing over there? I'm okay. Okay. I'm doing good. Okay. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm just making sure that you're, you're, you're <laughs> holding in there. Make sure you're holding I'm up. hanging in real good. Okay. All right. All right. We're okay, okay then. Yes, everything's, very, everything's very well. splendid. Okay. All right. Well, um, I know we do need to get ready because our guest could be here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Fairbanks, who's going to be joining us here on the show. Oh, we don't have to do that. We can just go to oh, the break. Oh, okay. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Sorry. Are you angry with me now? Yes. Now you're going to stab me? Yes. Stab me over that? But in the meantime, in between time, hey, uh, go have a cocktail tonight at Lost and Found. Absolutely. And then you can go in and say, hey, I heard about it on this weird show where this girl deviated from uh, you guys being located on Gay Street to her finding an ex-boyfriend she was stalking online and finding out he was gay. It would just be a fun story for everybody. It wouldn't. What? All right, so what we're going to do is take a quick break here. If you're listening live, we'll be uh, back pretty soon. We're just going to kind of wait for Chris Fairbanks to get here, and then we'll, uh, we'll come back on live. So we'll play some music in the meantime, in between time. See, I just did that right there. See how that worked? This is why I need to You didn't break. help me. I'm not helping you. All right, that's fine. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with him. So just stay tuned. If you're listening live, stay in the chat, listen to the music that we're going to be playing, and then we will come back with Chris Fairbanks in just a little bit. Awesome. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. Duckum. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. 
Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. I uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. That's still one of my favorite things. Of I all know time. you love that. You love that letter. <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> Murray. Hello. I, I like calling the internet a dot com situation. <laughs> I a know. dot com scenario. <laughs> I found I found myself working that into my lexicon every now and then without realizing it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. It's like a, it's a dot com thing. Dot com situation. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I think I might have to do that as well. It is pretty good. <laughs> um, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Everyone listening live as promised. And I looked this up. It's been almost exactly a year to the day since you were here before. Chris Fairbanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks yes. for coming back. Yeah, September 6th, 2012. You guys, let's talk about how much our lives have changed <laughs> in exactly one year. <laughs> how have you grown in the past like year, Chris? Like we're at summer camp. Well, I'm better at needlepoint. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and I think I'm going to win a capture the flag this year. Oh, my let's gosh. Let's start with October 2012. What would sum up that? Oh, I was What did you dress for for Halloween? Oh, I, uh, I, I'll tell you. I, I had a unitard laying around, yes. as we all do. As you should. Uh, as we, everyone should. Uh, <laughs> if I could just say anything uh, to everyone out there, is buy yourself a unitard, because you'll never know. Anyway, I did like a uh, a little galaxy thing, like spray painted, did some stars. Oh, nice. Like a, a Mr. Universe guy. So you were awesome. Oh, I like that. I'll show you pictures. I would oh, like yeah. to see Maybe that. Maybe they can be posted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm really proud of uh, my costume. Was it one of those unitards that has like the face cover thing, too? I, it had a hood. Okay. That's separate. All right, a separate hood. The the unitard uh, that comes yeah. with a hood is quite a bit more expensive. So now, how gotcha. high how high cut is a unitard? Is that like a wrestling? That's a nuts outfit? Nut snuggler, isn't it? Or is that like full leggings? Well, the word unitard gets thrown around a bit. <laughs> I think what a traditional unitard is full body legs, uh, okay, full sleeves, one okay. one piece, uni, okay. and then tard coming, of course, from the root of. Um, uh, people that wear long sleeves and long legs <laughs> in in the old days uh, right. were, were mental uh, were mentally uh, retarded, and I don't know why that why they were the first to wear because yeah. it's actually a good idea because it's of a weather. Smart idea. Well, yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's like From a safety elements. safety type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I know about <laughs> podcasting is people love a good subtle hesitant retard joke. <laughs> I couldn't fully commit. <laughs> I got scared. You did. I saw that. I'm like, I, I my <laughs> hands started to tremble. I'm like, well, uh, almost everyone has someone in their family. Let me offend them. We'll just we'll <laughs> take out the retard part. At the okay, good. <laughs> Chris Fairbanks at Helium Comedy Club. <laughs> that's uh, that's half my set is just really sticking it to that whole group. <laughs> that's all right. All day today, we've been talking about because uh, Greg actually pointed out that you had mentioned it on your Twitter account about blurred lines and about how. Everyone's all up in arms about the how they think it's rapey, and well, it's not. There was a new song, uh, an anti-blurred line it's song, a feminist that came out today. parody. Yeah, feminist parody of it, and I get maybe what they're actually. I'm not even sure what they're trying to go for, but it's it's terrible. It's just yeah. an awful song. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If it's you got to make it a summer hit. Yeah, if you want your. Uh, I I personally, when I heard it, I was like, is this really? A song, and then I watched the video, and I was kind of offended. Honestly, it's yeah, like, I can't help. It. I was just because I know that 
that guy's dad just makes a living now of going to the Ukraine and judging beauty pageants. Is that what he does? So he can play a little grab ass. Yeah, I that's think what that's what does. Yeah, I think the both those guys have left a wake of uh, confused girls in the morning. I, I really do not know that. And so, yeah, if it was a song uh, about a guy that I think was just, or if it was Pharrell's idea, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. do think that. He's like trying to uh, make himself feel better about having uh, possibly date raped a few girls <laughs> in his life. That's my opinion. All right. Yeah. Okay. That so is what like, he's talking It was like his therapy song. It's like, like you don't it. really mean no. That's basically <laughs> what the whole song is about. Come on. No means a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, but whatever, it's got a, it's got a, it's kick, a, it's a kick-ass tune. beat. It's got a great beat. <laughs> I didn't know that Alan Thicke was such the ladies' man. I mean, it kind of makes sense. He was, uh, he was quite handsome in the day. Yeah, I mean, I whatever can you blame him? Was. Once, uh, yeah, call me when I'm his age. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be <laughs> well, some, doing something shady in the Philippines. <laughs> I can only see him as Father Seaver. Like that's it. Right Just from Growing Pains. That's all I know him from. That's all I can picture. And him maybe as. that's why it bothered because the contrast. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, oh, that was like when I saw Tom Skerritt in Poison Ivy when he's humping Drew Barrymore on the top of the car. Right. When he was right. just supposed to be the dad in Picket Fences. Yeah, you can't. Poison Ivy like Batman. No, when Poison Ivy like when Drew Barrymore is all slutted up and she uh, totally takes over. Like she basically uh, seduces her best friend's dad, who's oh. Tom Skerritt, and then they totally bone it out on a car in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's pointing fingers at her. Like, well, what innocent little <laughs> girl from ET? <laughs> no, you just can't be a TV dad these days. You sure can't. No, not. <laughs> it's a tough life. It is a tough life. So that was October 2012. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you've been quite busy I, with, uh, with some projects and such. Yeah. This. It's been a good year. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working on uh, Worlds. I'll just start talking about Do it. Do I'm, it. I'm ready for it. Uh, World's Dumbest, which is a show. It used to be called World's Dumbest Criminals. And it had like Tanya Harding and, and uh, Gary Busey. And you might see Tanya Harding wandering the streets Oh, here. that's all right. Okay. Uh, I don't need to catch up with her. <laughs> I saw her outside of a bar one night. Yeah. Well, yeah. I bet she's outside and inside bars <laughs> every night. Um would uh, not sparking up uh, conversation with many people. Wow, that's not very nice. <laughs> I uh, anyway. Now it's more. It's all comics, and uh, and Brendan Walsh and I have kind of been directing the show. So uh, when comics sit there, they tell the jokes to us, and we're riffing with them. And now mm-hmm. it's become a funnier show. I think I'm not taking credit for that, but the format now, the way we're we're doing it. Um, it's. I really like the well, show. Well, the show's getting better because of what you're doing. I mean, you should take credit for that. I'm yeah. taking credit for it. I am guess I'm kind of bragging. Uh, I single-handedly <laughs> made that show better. On your own. And, uh, yeah, that's that's been kind of a regular gig. So how often do you uh, tape that? It This summer, it's been every other week. We, awesome. We do an episode. So and ha- then there's always pickups and... So how does that work? Do they bring the stuff to you, or do you guys find stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, they they send us a screener, basically, of videos. Okay. And a lot of times it's just videos from Florida and Russia and people breaking their ankles because they have a homemade uh, parasailing idea. And, uh, <laughs> and then we make fun of them. It's on paper. It sounds mean-spirited. It's great, though, but it's, uh, it's a funny show. I've offended myself probably... Three times already during this, <laughs> this broadcast. Is that the right word? Broadcast. It is a broadcast. Yeah, we are broadcasting. But it is a live because we were we live last time? Yeah, I think um, so. Because I think it's been in the past year. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, so folks are listening to you and chuckling along with you live right now and it'll be be a podcast. I will not make it be an added pressure. (laughs) 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 So you're saying no editing? There's a meter of constant (laughs) approval, disapproval, like right there. Oh, nothing I love more than a good YouTube comment. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that's just oh, keep them coming it. in. Aren't yeah, the greatest. <laughs> Judge me in real time, please. <laughs> so, are you still uh, doing a lot of stand up around town? Because it sounds like the show's keeping you pretty busy. I, yeah, so I have been like not on the road, but going up. I'm, I'm still have my nights free, so I'm mm. trying to do stand up more than ever around LA. And then I'm about to go out with Daniel Tosh and do some big venues, and that'll Very be cool. fun. Yeah, it was funny. He he called and he's like. Uh, yeah, you want to go to Seattle next week? And I was like, well, I have to get off the phone and get a ticket. And he said, oh, no, no, we'll just uh, go in my private jet. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Josh has excited. a private jet. Yeah, I'm going gonna to be all like excited and making little Vine videos. Have you ever been on a, a <laughs> private a jet? jet. Uh, no. no I've <laughs> never. Private jets have not come up for me yeah. yet in life. Um, you must so. be doing something right because now is the time that private jets are, jets are showing up in well, your life. Well, I mean, to be honest, I think it's probably a rental. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not. He doesn't park it. He lives by the beach. But, um, yeah, that'll be fun. So I get to go on a jet. and, and uh, do When is jets. that? Is that pretty always, soon? Yeah, next, uh, when I get back, next weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm always wondering about private jets. So you get, like, your own servers. I have never been on a private jet. I've only seen it, you know, on television. That's, yeah, 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 that's the only version I've seen. So I, I would probably be a little bit nervous going into it. Not that I'm trying to make you nervous oh, you going just, into a private jet. It is. Uh, we leave on Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, so there is an element of, like, uh, Richie Valens, Buddy Holly uh, kind of going through my head. But so you guys could be the comedian version of it. Oh, of the song. oh. fingers crossed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to get famous that way. Just in a really scary, crashy, burny way. Uh, but yeah, that I do. I have thought about that, but I think that actually they say that smaller the planes, the, the better. That if makes they sense. have an engine, otherwise you're in a whole John Denver situation. That's, you just oh, made yeah. me think of John Denver. Yep, yeah, I know. Yeah. Let's. Oh uh, God, if we had 40s right now, we would be pouring <laughs> them out. <laughs> I love me some Johnny D. I love some Johnny D uh, too. Yeah. What's your? Do you have a favorite oh. song? Uh, I guess Rocky Mountain High yeah. just because yeah. it just uh, takes me back. But I think, you're from Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that it's also because that's just the only song I could think of just then. Okay, well, Wild There's Montana Skies is my favorite one. Oh, well, that's it's what I should have said being from Montana. I've disgraced my people. <laughs> Not your people. <laughs> and cross Montana off the list. <laughs> Darn it. So are you still uh, skating a lot? I am skating, uh, and yes, but I've been – that's what I – this is all comedy aside. I've been wanting to do – a documentary about there's a bunch of skate parks in Montana that have popped up in reservation towns, which has always been like living in a town with res or in a state with reservations. You kind of feel like it's our version of a ghetto or something. It's I've they're separated from the towns mm-hmm. and and they aren't given a lot of options. And so, yeah, they're and not a lot of income. And so a lot of times people are like, oh, Native Americans just drink rubbing alcohol or whatever. And then there's these parks that have popped up in all these towns just because money is allocated. uh, And they're like, let's build a skate park instead of surfacing the tennis courts. And there's these Native American kids that are so good at skating now. But they're still like traditional, like they'll have braids and a shirt from a powwow. Wow. And they are so good at skating, like really good. And, uh, 
and I someone needs to know about this because it's a new yeah. thing. That's All fascinating. Native yeah. American skaters, and they'll you know, my friend owns a shop in Missoula, and the he'll give them prize product or skateboards, mm-hmm. and and they just turn and hand it to their little brother, or you know, or it's in a pile for the whole family. It's really so cool. They can all I really share it and everything. Wow. I really like uh, Native American culture and the, and now there's skateboarding involved with in Montana. It's so interesting. Oh, I, that is interesting. Yeah, uh, unfortunately I'm not a filmmaker, so I got to meet a guy with a camera and I'm going to make I'm going to make a documentary. That's Oh, you absolutely goal. should. That's By the end of the this year. By the yeah, the next time you see me in one year, <laughs> I will have become a filmmaker. It will be September 4th next year. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Last year the 6th, now the 5th. It'll be the first question we shall ask. Yeah. Well, but you were here in glorious Portland, Oregon this Oregon. weekend. Yeah. And I'm yeah. very excited. We're so excited that you're Indeed. back too. Yes, yeah, so you got a show tonight at 8 p.m. Tonight at 8. And then Friday and Saturday 7:30 and 10 o'clock both nights. Yes. Awesome. Go and see Chris. He's awesome. And very, very funny. And not offensive at all. No, I'm not. No, no. I, yeah, that whole <laughs> unitard thing. I feel kind of like you guys set me up. <laughs> I feel like you would that be, was a trap. You would be thinking that we were smarter than we actually are. No, <laughs> that's, 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 no I don't. Yeah, I've never been accused of that either. <laughs> Will you wear a unitard during your performance? Of course. Okay. Uh, unitard, a series of hats. I have some noisemakers. And man, do I do some sound effects. Awesome. Some wacky faces. That, do, that doesn't sell it. Oh, so many moments. <laughs> Moments where I cross my eyes, come down and see some highfalutin chicanery. <laughs> um, what? Uh, where can people go to find out more about uh, about you outside of this show? Um, I I've been tweeting a lot, so uh, I've been trying to get better at, at that. Chris Fairbanks. How, how often do you t- do the tweet? A few times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I have a website, chrisfairbanks.com. and uh, and that's where you can find stuff. That's where you can find stuff. And stuff and things. Stuff and things. And I'll be looking out for your documentary because uh, that is uh, honestly no, something awesome. that I would it's, watch. Yeah, I these kids. I it's very interesting to me. Well, now that you've to. said it, you have to do it you before have to do somebody it. else. I, I, yep, you're right. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yep. I've just you set it, it up there. for someone to grab it. Yep. You put the pressure on. Now you've got to do it. See, so that was like a good thing for yourself. Like you just motivated yourself to get it going. I think that. I think I did. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Go see Chris. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com or just go to the club, Ninth and Hawthorne. And uh, the club is fantastic. You guys know this, so you know what we're talking about with that. Go see Chris. All right. Go see Chris. Come see me. In a unit heart. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Those are the smooth transitions I'm known for. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed it is. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. It yes. Is, I, think we've, I think we've done enough work for today. I think we have. I think we've done some, some good things. I think we've done some, some solid work good here. Good things have been accomplished. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've uh, progressed as society and people. Sure. We solved the human mind, thanks to you. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that is kind of what you implied that you were doing. It's what I did. It's not what I implied that okay, I did. I'm sorry. It's what happened. I'm sorry to have offended you. That's okay. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you are a subscriber of the Fun Employment Radio Network, which you should be, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click subscribe. Uh, coming up tonight at 7.30 p.m.-ish, we'll be Guys and Balls. Awesome. Guys and Balls, and I do not... Um, I do not envy Ryland for having to talk about Oregon State. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. You were able to kind of brush that off. 
I don't you're know talking about when Oregon State lost poorly this weekend, right? I don't know what you're referring to. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about with that. Uh, don't forget the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase coming up on September 18th. You can buy the tickets right on our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on there. Please come down to the show. Seriously, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be such a good show. Yeah. Four amazing comedians. And uh, we're going to be there all hanging out, all having a good time. It's amazing. Yes, it will be. So get your tickets right at funemploymentradio.com. Click on that link. We'll take you straight there to purchase Yep, those. and also tomorrow there's going to be a brand new B-Sides and Besides. Ooh. So Keelan, we'll be talking uh, more about that the time and such tomorrow. Yes. So there's all kinds of yes. stuff happening on the network. Also Don't science facts. No. Yes. That's all I wanted to do. All right, thanks everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Check them. Ooh, my microphone got really loud. That was a loud. That was super loud. Sorry about that. Dot com situation. Dot com situation. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.